بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم أما بعد رب الشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل قدم من لساني يفقه قولي I've been meaning to do this for quite a while um, I'm not gonna say it was entirely my idea but um, it was mostly and this is supposed to be called Friday Fort Just um, on a Friday, you know those thoughts that come through after Jumma, before Jumma, or just on the Jumma topic, really. But just a quick one, you know, to keep that food for thought going. And we all need to reflect on ourselves. We all need, uh, you know, sometimes a sense of direction on what we should be reflecting on. And inshallah, this should be to help with them, inshallah. So it won't be too long. And obviously, as everybody knows, I don't like talking too much. But inshallah, it'll be beneficial. Today's um, topic, though, start with something big. Hence the word kibr. Pride. Boastfulness, ego, whatever you want to call it. Now, we live in a day of work day and age where your pride needs to be something and you know everybody's saying yeah you gotta be that guy you gotta be you know self-confident you gotta be able to push yourself you gotta be like no you're the man and i guess um it has its benefits and it also has its downsides and the downsides they come when you have too much of it And that's where that moderation comes in. As you know, when it comes to our books and when it comes to our akhlaq, we see a lot of people nowadays, especially in certain movements, certain uh, sects of Islam, where they, you see in every sect really, but their pride and sense of self-worth makes them not want to understand somebody else's point of view. That's basically and mainly in the whole world. But we're not concerned about that. We should be more concerned about our own ummah, first and foremost. How can we make ourselves better and then our ummah? And I think this is one of those things that we should all reflect on. And uh, the things that we should kind of get this from and the understanding where should we get this from they're the books that I'm using to actually like fuel these these Friday thoughts. Most of them will be from books of Imam Al-Ghazali, Rahmatullahi But we, I'll say where, the, where those references come in and what stories they are that they have in there that we can take from. But one thing that he says, and uh, I may have used this before as well, there was a a big muhaddith who learnt many a hadith and he was asked, you know, if there was... He asked himself, actually. So that's where that, you know, self-reflection comes in. Where, Which one of these hadiths do you think... A hadith do you think that you would... Uh, if you had to take one and use it, which one would you take and use it for that your life motto? 
And that's a question we should all ask ourselves, really. Like, how many hadith do we know? Let's say we don't know them off by heart, but you must have, must have heard them and you may not know the Arabic, but you might know the English. Which hadith do you think you would use? If you had to use one hadith for your life motto to get you through the rest of your life and, you know, you can hold it and actually say you act upon it now and you will act upon it for the rest of your life. If you had to pick one, which one would it be? And obviously it's um, not regarding the thick rules or stuff, more regarding your akhlaq, your adab, the way you will push yourself and the way you will conduct yourself. The hadith that this muhaddith, uh, this sheikh, decided to use was I'mal li dunyak that work for your dunya biqadrika however long you will be in the dunya and then he would say اعمل لآخرتك بقدر بقائك فيها then work for your akhirah as much as you will remain in it you'll be in the dunya for a certain time you won't remain here and then work for your akhirah the way you will run there for the how much you'll remain in it so do the bare minimum to get you through this dunya work for your akhirah more because you're going to be there forever and then also says about work for Allah for how much as you need him. That you're going to need Allah a lot. So you you should be working to make him happy. Because you're going to need him more than anyone else on the face of this earth. And these three things are something that we should try our best to ponder over. And it's something that will take that pride away. We have a big push of the ego now. And as one of our teachers say, you got to let the E go. That ego is the biggest thing that we can see that breaks marriages, that breaks relationships, breaks family ties, breaks all these things. And us, in our day and age, as we call ourselves the youth and the ones that are growing up and our parents are backwards and our parents are like this, we need to make sure that we don't go down that same route. They may have done it because they think, oh, we've been disrespected. And you'll see the future will only just repeat what the past has done. And um, the way to get away from that pride, like we said in the beginning, is mainly just uh, that muhasaba. You know, you just got to forget what people have done to you and forgive them but the muhasaba in means of what have you done during the day because it's really easy to like uh, go over your receipts go over your bank statement go over anything like that but the real actions that you're actually depositing and the real deeds that you're depositing that real currency to go over that at the end of the day what have you done today? Did you deposit good deeds? Did you deposit sins? And how can you rectify that? That is the thing that will kill that ego, would kill that, um, kill that sense of you know over bloated self worth, and um, that's the way you fight those prideful thoughts. 
inshallah. May Allah give us the ability to act upon this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also give us the ability to carry on improving ourselves for the betterment of the ummah. And may Allah continue to carry on taking the khidmah of the deen from us and give us khatima bil khair. Wa akhru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.